Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. Testing, testing, testing. Hello. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome in to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia where it leads the Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshibal Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon. Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161. And listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. On Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. It's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Thank you. 
are you Jesus? Are you the one who claims to be Jesus? And when he responded, said, I am. One thing that happened is we, we first we have to understand how many soldiers there were. Said it was an army of soldiers. Least six hundred. Least six hundred soldiers. But at the revelation of Jesus saying, I am, says that every last one of those soldiers fell back, fell to the ground. So imagine the power of that revelation. And then after that, after they had got up, picked up their their weapons, their their swords and their shields, put the helmets back on, got back into formation, was asked again, "Are you the one that they called Jesus?" So understand what what had just happened. The, the, the fear of, of them now wondering what's going to happen now. That's just how powerful Jesus is. And then at, at, one, at one point he said he had the power to call down 12 legions of angels. Twelve legions. Now, a legion is around 6,000. But he said he had the power to call down 12, not 12 angels, but 12 legions of angels. So multiply 6,000 by 12. 72,000 angels. That's why I said at, at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. If, if, if anyone speaks the name of Jesus, understanding the power of that name, Demons tremble. There is power in the name of Jesus. Whatever cycle that you may going you may be going through, whatever it is that has you bound, something that 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 has you keep starting over. you to call on the name of Jesus to help you get delivered out of that situation. Because whatever the name is, a name that's greater. And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. That that actually wasn't my message, but it was good to me. Hallelujah. Just want to keep those who are experiencing 
the destruction of the tornadoes. If you notice, just about every week, there's something going on. God's trying to get our attention. Trying to get our attention. Not not just tornadoes. But there are floods going on. There are earthquakes. As it says, in divers places, he's trying to get our attention. To remind us. That the end is near. We don't know how soon. And, and it's, it's sad to say that so many people that call themselves Christians are not aware of the signs. Still caught up in the cares of the world. But Jesus said, when we see these things happening, we should look up. Because our redemption is drawing nigh. If we just read the Bible, we can see how things are unfolding. Exactly like it said it was. The people are not reading the Bible. Therefore, As God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He's given us everything we need to know and understand what's going on. I mean, so many people are caught up in the news. Of what's going on in the world. But are not. Reading the Bible. Everything that's going on in the world. Is a distraction. That's why it says. Be not conformed. Unto this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. A lot of stuff that's going on is is causing people to have fear, doubt, anxiety, worrying. A lot of stress. Depression, suicidal thoughts, but God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. So those who have experienced the tragedies of these tornadoes and these floods and these earthquakes. We pray that God will wrap his arms around them. 
remind them that because they've survived is a testimony that he will never leave nor forsake them. Because it's not his will that any man, any woman, any child should perish, but that they come to the knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ, of knowing who he is, knowing why he came. It's time to start watching. It's time for people to get serious about why we're here. Why we're on this earth. Why we were created, why why we were born. I remember a message not long ago. The Lord had me say, We have been born. To be born again. That's why we were born. We were born. To be born again. Before we die. Or before the rapture comes. We're going to go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 24th chapter, starting at verse 7. Proverbs 24th chapter, starting at verse 7. And it reads, wisdom is too high for food. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. He that devises to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. The thought of foolishness is sin. And the scorner is an abomination to men. I want to read verse 9 again says, the thought of foolishness is sin, is an abomination to men. The title of the message this morning is, of foolishness is sin. Just like the scripture says, the thought of foolishness is sin. Let us pray. Father, we thank you once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, keeping us in their care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father, even though there's inclement weather that's going on in different parts of the U.S., in different parts of the world.
But Father, we know that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We believe that we, we trust that, Father. For it is your word. And Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come into your presence once again, to sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, God, to hear your heartbeat, to receive what you would have to say to us this morning, to prepare us, to make us ready, to build us up, to encourage us, Father. to go into this world and do what you called us to do. To be your representatives, Father. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son that you said to be the propitiation for our sin. Jesus. Thank you, Father, for allowing him to go to the cross, taking the sins of the world, God. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go him of all of his power. And Father, thank you for raising Jesus up on And thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus into heaven. giving us access to you. To apply to our lives. To make it we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Today, April 1st, which is known April Fool's Day, April Fool's Day. But if we really understood what that's saying, let's 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 go to Psalm fourteen chapter verse one. Keeping in mind that the thought of foolishness is sin. Psalm fourteen chapter verse one. And it reads, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. This 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 talking about a fool. It says a, a fool is Corrupt. A, a fool has done abominable works. A fool, it says, there is no fool that doeth good. Now, the, the the definition of April Fool's 
is one who has been tricked or deceived. That's the definition. So, so it's, it's speaking about those who, who, who have been fooled or those who have been tricked or those who have been deceived in some type of joke. But the word says thoughts of foolishness is sin. And the fool is the one who is corrupt. The fool is the one that has done abominable works. Who is the one that doeth no good? So who's really the fool? According to the Bible, the fool is the one who is doing the deception. The fool is the one who is doing the trickery. Fool is the one who is playing the jokes on someone because it says the thought of foolishness is sin. So those who are taking the time to think of how to trick, how to deceive, how to play this. A lot of times, evil and embarrassing joke on someone the one who is a fool. Let's go to First Corinthians. First Corinthians, the first chapter. First Corinthians, first chapter. Starting at verse 18. And it reads, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. To us which are saved, it is the power of God. Say the preaching of the cross the word of God of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ of, of why he came As the song said, he came to live and to die. The preaching of Jesus coming to die for our sins 
says it's foolishness to those who perish. Those who perish are those who have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Because you can be alive naturally, but dead spiritually. I'll say that again. You can be alive naturally, but dead spiritually. So to those who perish, the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them. But unto us are saved, it is the power of God. Verse 19 says, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. In another place it says, making the wise simple. Verse 20 says, where where is the wise? Asking the question. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Of, of this world is someone who is a Greek philosopher or a Jewish rabbi. who is a seeker of of things that are mystical or metaphysical or allegorical. See see we, we, we have to understand the the the, the mindset and the mentality of those who do not accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Speaking of the news, over in in Israel, Listen to this. Over in Israel, the place where Jesus is from, they're discussing the passing of a bill to, to, to put a law in place of the gospel not being preached. They're, they're, they're trying to put a law in place saying that it is against the law to preach the gospel. That's in Israel, not in America. 
in Israel where, where Jesus walked. But it's coming. That, that's just the beginning. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Doesn't that sound foolish? The thing that saves people the preaching of the gospel, which originated in Israel. They are trying to make a law for the gospel to not be preached. Look at the signs. To me, that foolishness, the thought of foolishness is sin. Verse 21 reads, For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. By the foolishness of preaching the gospel. Remember, it's foolishness to to those who don't believe. It's foolishness to to the world, to those that perish, to those who are spiritually dead. But it says, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. The only thing that can save An unbeliever is the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But they're trying to make it a law. 22 reads, for the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. If they only knew. Only see. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. The power of God and the wisdom of God. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's stay, let's stay 
stay there, but let's turn to Romans 1. Romans 1, verse 16. And it reads, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. This is Paul speaking. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God Unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. So, gospel of Christ is for the Jew first. But they're the ones who are trying to make it a law to not preach the gospel of Christ. But it says, it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. That's what I wanted to point out. The gospel of Christ is the power of God. Now going back to 1 Corinthians 1 verse 22. It reads, for the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. Looking for signs. Says, looking for wisdom. But but that wisdom, that them seeking is the wisdom of man. But what is needed is the gospel of Christ which is being rejected. Verse 23 reads, but we preach Christ crucified Unto the Jews A stumbling block And unto the Greeks Foolishness But unto them which are called Both Jews and Greeks Christ The power of God And the wisdom of God Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Say that again. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is Stronger than men. Running to everything and everybody except the Word of God. Having itching ears, meddling 
into this belief, this saying. I was watching I was watching this documentary the other night and it was talking about those who who have mental disorders. One particular um young lady she had different personalities and she had about five different personalities and and so they they showed her acting out those different personalities. One was an eight-year-old girl. One was someone who played the guitar and loved singing. One were One was, uh, I said were because this particular personality were a, a group. And what they would do, they would decide. which personality would come out at certain times. So this young lady was going to therapy. She was seeing a a psychiatrist or someone who was trying to help her with her disorders. But then the documentary was also pointing out the therapist and her different personalities. I'm like, So so you have this, this young lady who have different personalities going to this therapist who has different personalities. You got people going to different people. Seeking help, but neglecting the word of God, the gospel of Christ, which is which is the power of God to deliver, to save, to change. A person's life. Says because the foolishness of God. Is wiser than men. And the weakness of God. Is stronger than men. For ye see your calling. Brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty 
Not many nobles are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are wise has God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. God is saying the only thing that can save, the only thing that can heal, the only thing that can deliver, the only thing that can set free and change and save someone is the gospel of Christ. It is written. But it is not being read. God has given us what we need. He's given us the tools, the preaching of the gospel of Christ. And we must do it even more now. Because it is being despised. It is being rejected. It is being hated to the point where they're making laws against it. The foolishness, the thoughts of foolishness is seen. When, when, you, when you think of some of these things, it just makes you shake your head. But it should cause us to be even more fervent, to be even more Compassionate to be even more bold to preach the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God to them who believe. To the saving of the soul. The thoughts of foolishness is seen. It's time. It's time to turn it up. Because time is running out. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word minister with Brother Norman Wood. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us, for challenging us, charging us, God, to go into this world and preach the gospel of Christ. It is the only answer to sin. Give us the bold that we need, Father. 
to go and do what you've called us to do. To seek and save that which is lost. We love you. We bless you. We thank you. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your will be done. Your will be done, Father. Get your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The thought of foolishness is sin. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.